Hi there, this is Patrick, and you're listening to Youth St. Stephen, a podcast produced by the youth ministries here at St. Stephen Lutheran Church. Thanks for joining us today. We're so glad you're with us. Enjoy the message. Hey, it's time to stretch. If your faith were a muscle, how flexible would it be? Could it stretch to your knees, your shins, your toes? Or are you not even sure you have any faith to stretch in the first place? Just like your body, if you want a faith that is strong, growing, and capable of carrying you through difficult challenges, you're going to need to stretch it. It might be fun, it might be challenging, but it will definitely be worthwhile. In our series, we'll discover four different ways we can stretch our faith from Paul, the author of the book of Romans, and a man whose life was completely transformed by Jesus. Thanks to Paul's words, we know we can stretch our faith by making a commitment, by starting something new, and by letting something go. We can even stretch our faith when we feel like we failed. So tell me, are you ready to stretch? We can learn a lot about faith from the way God designed our bodies. Just like your muscles, if you want a faith that is strong, growing, and capable of carrying you through difficult challenges, you're going to need to stretch it. If all you can do right now is reach your knees, that's okay. But if you ever want to stretch all the way to your toes, you'll need to start a new habit, like reaching a little further every day. That may not feel like much but it will make a difference. When it comes to our faith, the same thing is true. God doesn't ask us to have superhuman flexibility from the beginning. He just asks us to keep stretching a little more each day and trust that that transformation will happen. Last week, we said the first step in stretching our faith is making a commitment and sticking to it. Today, we'll see a second way we can stretch our faith so God can help us grow. Today, we're reading in Romans chapter 12 and in 2 Peter chapter 1. We talked about a guy named Paul last week. If you think it's amazing to see physical transformations take place, like before and after photos of bodybuilders developing their muscles, then you'll love Paul's story. Now, he wasn't a bodybuilder, at least I don't think so, (laughs) but his before and after transformation is pretty amazing. See, before Paul met Jesus, he was one of the biggest enemies of the early followers of Jesus. He attacked, imprisoned, and even killed his followers. After Paul met Jesus, he became one of the most influential leaders in the entire Jesus movement. If you can remember from last week, Paul wrote a letter to the Christians in the city of Rome. We call it the Book of Romans. In it, he wrote about how we find salvation through Jesus and how God's salvation impacts not just our eternities, but our everyday lives too. I'm reading in Romans chapter 12 in verse 1. It says, Brothers and sisters, God has shown you his mercy. So I am asking you to offer up your bodies to him while you are still alive. Your bodies are a holy sacrifice that is pleasing to God. When you offer your bodies to God, you are worshiping Him in the right way. Don't live the way the world lives. Let your way of thinking be completely changed. Then you will be able to test what God wants for you, and you will agree that what He wants is right. His plan is good 
and pleasing and perfect. Transformation. That's the goal, Paul said. Following Jesus isn't just a prayer that we pray once and then forget about. Following Jesus is about being totally transformed. As followers of Jesus, Paul said we shouldn't look or act like everybody else because God should be transforming us from the inside out. Only God can transform us. But there are some things that we can do to make it easier for God's transformation to take place. For example, a new spiritual habit that I started is praying before I get into bed. Because for me, when I get into bed, I kind of forget what I want to pray about. So before I get into bed, I sit down, I write down what I want to pray about, and then I go to God and ask for that prayer. When I started this new habit, it was kind of hard to train my mind and body to adopt a new behavior. But over time, things changed. That habit not only got easier, but God began transforming me in brand new ways. I learned that while God only can transform me, I still have a role to play in my own transformation. If I want my faith to grow, I might need to kickstart that transformation by starting a new habit or discipline. Since we're thinking about habits, what are some habits that often help people's faith stretch, grow stronger, or transform? Paul wanted his fellow Jesus followers to be transformed by God. But what does that actually look like? After we allow God to renew our minds through the habits we just brainstormed, what should our lives look like? I'm reading in Romans chapter 12, starting in verse number 9. It says, Love must be honest and true. Hate what is evil. Hold on to what is good. Love one another deeply. Honor others more than yourselves. Stay excited about your faith as you serve the Lord. When you hope, be joyful. When you suffer, be patient. When you pray, be faithful. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Welcome others into your homes. Bless those who hurt you. Bless them and do not curse them. Be joyful with those who are joyful. Be sad with those who are sad. Paul gives us a lot to think about, but let me give us a few highlights. A person who has been transformed by God does these three things. Number one, they serve. They figure out how God has gifted them and then use their gifts to take care of other people. Number two, they love. They put other people before themselves, even the ones who are hard to love, and they make sure they know that they matter, both to God and to them. Number three, they share. They celebrate with people on the good days and cry with them when life is tough. But hang on. I told you a moment ago that when we let God transform us, then we become people who serve, love, and share. That's true. Only God has the power to transform us. But another thing is also true. Just like reading the Bible, praying, or going to church are all habits that kickstart our own transformation, choosing to serve, love, and share with others are also habits that can kickstart our own transformation. Paul didn't tell us to wait until we feel like loving, serving, or sharing with people. He just told us to do it. Why? Maybe it's because Paul knew that turning our faith into action would stretch our faith in new ways. 
Another important leader in the early church was a guy named Peter. Let's take a look at what Peter wrote about the same time that Paul was writing his letters. I'm reading in 2 Peter chapter 1, starting in verse 5. It says, So you should try very hard to add goodness to your faith. To goodness, add knowledge. To knowledge, add the ability to control yourself. To the ability to control yourself, add the strength to keep going. To the strength to keep going, add godliness. To godliness, add kindness for one another. And to kindness for one another, add love. All these things should describe you more and more. They will make you useful and fruitful as you know our Lord Jesus Christ better. Peter told us we need to add to or supplement our faith in Jesus with something. You may have heard the word supplement before, like a dietary supplement, like a vitamin, something that can help you grow stronger or healthier. It's hard to remember to take your vitamins as an adult, but kids' vitamins, I have to admit, are pretty awesome. They're usually colorful, taste like candy, and come in the shape of your favorite cartoon character. Kids love them, and parents love that they don't have to fight with their kids about taking their vitamins. Think about the things that Paul and Peter listed as supplements. When we add them to our faith, they can help stretch and grow our faith in new ways. But like vitamins, these supplements only work when we make it a habit to take them. When we think about ways to stretch our faith, we usually come up with ideas that are all about us or our personal relationships with God. Now, do not get me wrong. Those are important habits we need to develop. But isn't it interesting that Paul and Peter encouraged us to build habits that are also about others? You can stretch your faith by starting a new habit that helps you connect with God. But you can stretch your faith even more by adding new habits that help you love others more too. You might be surprised at how many people you can love and how far loving people stretches your faith. If you want to stretch your faith, you can. When we start new habits like spending more time with God, loving others better, or taking our vitamins, we grow. Remember this big idea. You can stretch your faith by starting something new. I want to give you the opportunity to commit to stretching your faith again. Even if you thought about this last week, maybe you have a new commitment you want to make today. A commitment to start something new. Every week of our series, I'm asking you to make one of five stretch commitments. This week, which stretch will you commit to doing? Number one, show up. To start, maybe you'll commit to showing up next week or even for the next two weeks to listen, discuss, and consider how God might want your faith to be stretched. Number two, follow Jesus. If you've never made a commitment to follow him, today might be a great day to start. Number three, love God. Maybe you already love God and you're pretty committed to following Jesus, but you want to grow in your relationship with him. Maybe you want to spend more time with him or struggled with the same mistakes over and over again. If that's you, maybe today is the day you start something new by starting a new habit that helps you connect more deeply and regularly with God. Number four, love others. Maybe your relationship with God doesn't feel like the problem, but you could really learn 
how to love other people better. Maybe you have a pretty close relationship with God, but now you need to add to your faith by starting a habit that helps you love others better. Number five, ask questions. If you're not ready to make any of these commitments right now, that is okay. If you have questions or doubts, or you wanna know more about why so many people have decided to follow Jesus, this is a safe space for those questions. You may not ever find every answer you're looking for, but there might be something new for you to discover. Only God can transform you, but you can kickstart that transformation by starting a new habit. Whether your new habit is about loving God, loving others, or both, I hope you know that the smallest habits often have the biggest impact over time. If you want your faith to grow and be strengthened, remember that it doesn't happen overnight. It has to start somewhere, and it can start today with a simple stretch. You can stretch your faith by starting something new. Well, hey there, you're still listening. You are the true MVP. Give yourself a nice pat on the back. We as a ministry for today's youth pour our heart into these episodes. And when someone goes all in and listens to everything we've got, it makes our heart shine. So thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, share it with a friend. Send them a text or a snap and feel free to post us on your story. Let us know what you thought about today's episode. You can send us an audio message on Anchor. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for joining in and spending some time together. We can't wait to see you again. Check out what else we've got for you at stephen.org slash youth. And remember, God loves you no matter what. See you soon.